0: You got a big idea for some tacky plastic crap And it's all the street.
1: There's
2: this trend going around on Twitter where you you have to fight
1: a celebrity who is thirty one years older than you, and uh I was looking for my celebrity who's thirty one years older than me, and I was getting all
2: these tough guys like uh like Nick Cage and stuff,
1: and then when you know it, who do I see but woof,
0: woof, 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 woof,
1: Joey's world tour himself, so watch out.
2: I'm going to kick Joe's World Tours ass. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. Mike and JF. Coming to you uh, live from the villages, the number one retirement community in all of Florida. Um, we just got back inside from driving around in our golf carts and screaming at people and throwing stuff at each other. Um, and I guess uh, having a lot of sex and transmitting STDs. Um. And uh, wearing masks, not wearing masks—basically, uh, the whole stuff we're doing down here. It's, we're having a great time, but now it's time for the show. We're going to figure out which celebrities' ass we have to kick. So I've looked up—I've looked up celebrities that are 53 years of age as of today, Mike. And here's a few. Here's a few people. Here's a few people I have to fight. I guess according to the, according to the thing that's on Twitter right now. Here's who I have to fight. Uh, Mike Tyson
1: should be no problem. Yeah, uh, Bill Goldberg, another one in the bag. Um, so I don't know if I have to do both of those at the same time. Oh no, Noel Gallagher. No, oh no, that's one I have. Oh no, the, the the guy from the Dave Matthews Band, Dave Matthews. Uh, John Favreau, friends with Iron Man.
2: So that's gonna be tough. Uh huh, Adam Sandler's on here too. I don't know if that's why I, did we do this four years ago, and is this why we started talking about Adam Sandler is he's thirty one years older than I am?
1: I don't know. I think we just start, started talking about him because of his good movies.
2: yeah, that's probably true um do you want now do you wanna see who's thirty one years older than
1: you? Oh, that would require me knowing how old I am. Okay. Well and
2: uh I've gone ahead I've looked it up for you. It says here uh you you have to fight Diplodocus.
1: That's funny, that's a dinosaur.
2: The first dinosaur I could think of.
1: I would have gone with the classic T Rex, but
2: Yeah, but that's one of the I think that's one of the younger dinosaur types. I um, think
1: Diplodocus is a good pull, honestly. Yeah, let me is that is
2: that the one they think Nessie is? diplodocus uh yeah this is the type that nessie is so there you go 161.2 million years ago uh minus 31 um and you've got you've got mike's age uh roughly approximately um so that's what we got going on mike what else
1: diplodocus huge huh these guys are big what's up with that What's up with the dinosaurs being big as fuck? Right. Yeah. You need to fucking relax.
2: There was less of them so they could stretch out more. Um, now, of course, there's less space. So we've all sort of had to crowd in together and get a lot smaller, which explains why we have mice now. Um, explains why we have certain bugs now that are very small and hard to see. Um, I've just gone to get some ant traps at the store. I, I like to imagine several hundred million years ago, the ant traps would be almost like the bear traps of today. Uh, whereas now it's just a little piece of glue that you put the stuff that bugs like to smell in there. And then they walk in there cause they just follow their smells like idiots.
1: Yeah. Ants were bigger. Ants were bigger. The traps were, the traps were also bigger back in the day.
2: Yeah, they would have to be, <laughs> I think, um, because of the cavemen trying to get them out of their houses and so forth. um, Mike, why don't we, uh, let's talk about an old Kickstarter we talked about a few weeks ago. Actually, maybe this was like a year ago. Douchebag clothing from episode 116. Mike.
1: Uh, this. Yeah, morning- we talked about that because you were having a garage sale or a yard sale or something along those lines. And you, you're the douchebag
2: yeah obviously I'd be getting the clothes from somewhere else not like I make my own clothes yeah well so wherever I got it from maybe is the douchebag and I think a lot of actually Mike a lot of clothes are made I don't know if you know this a lot of clothes are made overseas um and a lot of clothes are actually made by you know underage workers sometimes you know kids are working on these clothes and and sewing them by hand and I just kind of wonder douchebag Okay. douchebags so. <laughs> so you're going you're going down the line of the sweatshop where we get all our clothes and you're taking out the big red stamp yeah and you're hitting them with douchebags you and Matty Iglesias are there
1: <laughs>
2: and you're, you're you're saying sometimes, face. sometimes
1: when sometimes when a factory collapses it's actually fine because they build another factory a better fact, a stronger factory right. you want them to just keep building weak factories that topple over at the moment's notice yeah that guy's logic
2: Oh, that's so interesting. You th- you think, oh, let me get this straight. You think they should not have factories at all because if they're, they, you, should th- you think they should have to work outside the only way that something can't burn down. Ah.
1: Yeah. So interesting. So interesting how the left wants these people <laughs> out of a job. You want them literally on the streets making your clothes. Is that right? Let me get this straight. <laughs> That's funny because they probably do. The left liberals probably do want that. They probably would. Don't completely stop making the clothes for a small amount of money. But yeah, we'll improve your conditions somewhat. Right. That's progress, baby.
2: Yeah, it does kind of make you wonder maybe if they just improved like the uh, snacking table, like the uh, or like the coffee machine that they have in those places, if maybe that would alleviate some of the concerns that those guys have about it.
1: Hey, we we all got together, and we're uh, kind of worried about you guys uh, just beating the shit out of us all the time. And um, well, what are you talking about? We got uh, we got M and Ms in the break room. Right. It's all you, all you can eat M. We'll take a handful back to your. Don't uh, you know? Don't, don't.
2: dilly dally. And don't waste a cup. Putting the M and Ms in the cup. Okay, the cups are expensive. Just grab a handful. Fuck's sake. Uh, douchebag Clothing, this uh, is from episode 116. At the time we talked about it, it had $1,305, and it ended with $2,738. That is, as of today, the currency conversion from the, the currency that they used, and I put the wrong fuck. I didn't have the goddamn link. I put the wrong link in here. I'm clicking on it, and it's taking me to www.co, and I know that's not right
1: that's not the site huh
2: no the site we do is kickstarter it's not and then of course you search douchebag clothing just trying to claw back the moments you've lost by putting the wrong (laughs) link in there and it does and of course it just takes me to okay here we go i think we've got it
1: oh my god it's taking it's taking me right to your closet now again with the from before
2: my closet has a website and it's where i do garage sales out of i guess i guess i guess so whatever Douchebag Favorite Hoodie. This is from Kickstarter, and I've found the page now. This is, um, let's see, they raised S-E-K, 25,563. S-E-K, of course, is uh, Swedish Kroner. Let me just type and make sure that's right. Yeah, that's right. Or Krona. Kroner, Krona. Depends on how you want to pluralize it. I think a lot of people are sticklers.
1: it's, it's regional. I think you can pronounce it however you want. Yeah,
2: and so like one of the regions of Sweden that would maybe say Kroner would be, for instance... tortuga. Yep. Right. Tortuga. And then the ones that say krona are a little bit more towards the
1: nard f- nardwar.
2: Yes. Uh, okay. Uh that's right. And uh this one so 25,000 Swedish krona or kroner uh 16 backers put it together because they wanted to get the 500 kroner hoodie, okay? 500 SEK is about $53. Great price for a hoodie. And it says on it just the word douchebag. It says the word douchebag on the hoodie. Um, there are also ones that say Slacker. And I think that's like a different brand within the overall brand envelope of the DBOS clothing, uh, corporation. Um, sort of like how Gap has Banana Republic, it has Athleta, um, it has, um, old navy
1: some of well, the now other- it's, got, it's got the kanye now huh See that's this? right yes are you excited about this jf i'm so excited for what kanye is going to bring to the brand i can i cannot tell you how excited i am uh, ugly fucking shoes a bunch of uh <laughs> yeah. wh- what like sand colored shirts yeah i'm super excited for that shit I
2: did see the latest shoe. It wasn't a pure Yeezy. It was a Yeezy and someone else collaboration. I don't know what it, maybe it was the gap thing. I don't know. But it it looked like, it looked like when you get down to the last piece of the soap bar and there's just no putting it back together with the other pieces of soap and you just go, well, I guess I'll just step on this until it goes down the drain. That's what the latest Yeezy shoe looks like to me. And I love ugly
1: shoes. Are You talking about the Yeezy slides? I like the Yeezy slides. They're fucking stupid, but I like them. Let me see. I don't. I don't like the. I don't like that goddamn. No, no, no. The slides are okay. The new, new.
2: The the slides are okay because those are just like flip flop. I would say flip flop, but I understand that they're slides as well.
1: I but... like the nylon slides more than the uh, the other one. Because they've got the
2: little oh. shark tooth thing on the bottom. I mean, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But the new the new Yeezys I was talking about, they just they they they're like. They're just like, they're foam. I mean, the whole thing is foam, right? He's just making all this stuff out uh-huh. of foam? Why is that yeah. the big thing? Yeezy Crocs, right? Yeah, well, that's what they are. yes, they're called Yeezy Foam Runners, but they do have like sort of a croc, yes, a croc-like
1: look. Looks so bad. They look so bad.
2: <laughs> it's really, uh, I don't know, that's really something else. Uh, Releasing sometime in 2020. So we've got six months before these things come out but they're only $75 cuz mo- normally these shoes are like 300 bucks but these have so little material in them they decided there's just no way i guess that we could possibly ask $300 they look so bad they look really bad and they've got the, the the sexy models are wearing them on the back of a motorcycle and i just don't think i would i don't think i would mess with that at all but everything is this weird off white color too i don't know not for me um, I'll stick to, uh, you know, the good fashionable stuff that, uh, actually, actually uh, on the topic of sneakers recently, I saw, you know, sneakers, the sneakers app, you know, the app that they have where they release the new, uh, the new shoes yeah. of the season. Right. Um, yeah. Whenever something new drops, you can always go on Twitter and people will say, you know, I just took the L because I didn't get the new drop.
1: Um, where were they? Were they going? What were they going uptown or? Oh, well, they were going it's to one of, of Chicago's
2: a, famous neighborhoods, like
1: Central Park. Okay. Um, Central Park Two. <laughs> <laughs> they already had one in New York, so they, it's it is the second city after all. It is classic. Turned it around.
2: Perfect. Um, so you'll see a lot of stuff on there about people. People being upset they missed the shoe drop, and I saw one, and it was the new Jordan. Uh, the, another colorway for the Jordan Elevens. Okay, and if you're not a sneakerhead, the Jordan Elevens are the shoe uh, that has the little um. Uh, how to put this? It's got like the several little layers Michael, of, little Michael Jordan on it. It's got the little it's Jordan, Jordan has on it. A little, little Jordan on it, and yeah. it looks like he's doing the splits or something. I don't know what he's doing. Um. This is the one that has the very shiny black wavy strip on the on the bottom half of the shoe. And all uh, these shoes are, they are all uh, people who know shoes know all the different names for the shoe. They're like they they know the little part like oh this is the upper mandible of the shoe or like like Mike you know that on the back of the shoe what they they actually call that the Blompkey. And the, on this one, they said it was, it didn't look good. So I went on there, and I saw the new Jordan 11s. I said, oh, man, that looks cool. Maybe I'll go on there and try to get it. And then I scrolled down, and all of the comments from people were saying, this shoe sucks. I, I would be ashamed if I were a person who woke up and tried to get this shoe because this shoe was trash. The color on this shoe was trash. And and the weird thing is, is after that, I actually didn't want the shoe anymore. So Yeah, your feelings hurt.
1: It is it is a Jesse shoe. I feel I feel it is a it is a hardcore Jesse shoe.
2: But did you see the one that that they didn't like? The one that has red on the very bottom, so it goes red, white, and then black. Because that's the one they have the issue with. The
1: retro low is that what you're talking about?
2: They're lows, yeah. They're low tops, and this is the eleven. And the colorway on this has the red sole, whereas normally it's like a it's like a clear sole. That's the classic one that people like.
1: Yeah, red, white, black. Yeah. Got the guy doing the splits on it.
2: The guy's doing the splits on it just to show off, I guess, or whatever. So, I'll just stick to that shoe whenever it goes. Whenever, um, whenever the shoe, all oh, the shoe gets unpopular enough, and all of the people that have normal adult-sized feet uh, buy the shoe, then it becomes cheap enough for me to buy, and then I will go buy it <laughs> um, at the secondhand store or whatever. Um, so douchebag shoes or douchebag clothing. They they didn't do shoes. Um they did make their sounds like they did from the fucking picture you just showed here. Okay. Well, I don't so you actually have a problem with Michael Jordan now. You think he's a
1: douchebag. <laughs> he's always doing a fucking split. I can do the fucking split. <laughs> yeah. Um so they made the <clears throat> they made the clothing.
2: They barely made the amount that they needed to make the clothing. You can check out their website. It's www.dbosclothing.com It's going to be in Swedish and English. And, you know, normally we go on here and we say, well, what did people say? What are the comments that people have about the Kickstarter? Right. And normally those comments are, can you please send me my survey so that I can fill it out and get my clothes? I didn't get my survey. Or they're like, I got ripped off, you know, whatever. Those are the two things that people say on Kickstarter, basically. Um, In this case, there were only three comments, and one of them was from the douchebag guys. So. They had 16 backers. I guess my assumption is most of the backers got their 50 dollar douchebag hoodies, yeah. and then you check on the uh, you check on the Jesus website. Christ! Somebody's on their way to get the new douchebag hoodie. They just heard For it really? drop. If you check their website, uh, you see Douchebag of Sweden" trademark. Uh, douchebag of Sweden" is a lifestyle clothing brand with a lot of attitude. I'll say. Regardless of who you are or where you're going, you'll look good in our high-quality clothes. Please note, and this has got to be the first question that everyone gets asked when they're throwing on the douchebag hoodie. Please note there is nothing to suggest that a person wearing our clothes is or should be a douchebag, whatever you might read into that word. We've created a brand with good-looking, high-quality products that anyone will feel comfortable with. So I guess I would say maybe just if you're going to make hoodies, right?
1: Maybe, yeah, it makes no, I mean, you're causing problems silly.
2: for yourself, I think.
1: You might as well make a shirt that says, I'm a dumb shithead and sell it okay. at shop.yourkickstartersucks.com. Yeah. You might as well do that. I forgot to plug that when I made that. I <laughs> forgot about it. People have, found it. People, People have, have found, found it. People have found it. People have purchased this shirt and I forgot the original joke reasoning why I made it. But that's good. You can buy that.
2: I'm not sure why either, although I do I have answered a couple of emails from people who, because of everything that's going on in this crazy world nowadays, uh, they have asked, "Hey, do you have any idea when my "I'm a dumb shithead shirt" is going to be shipped?" <laughs> and so I ha- you know I log into the account, I go and look and see what the deal is with the printing, and then you know uh, the printing company says, "Well, you know, because of everything that's going on in this crazy world nowadays. We, you know, we're down to one printing facility and it's in Latvia and they're working as hard as they can over there to print and then ship it across the world to you. So then I got to write the email back that says, Hey, sorry, some Latvian Uh, uh, guys are hard at work printing your, I'm a dumb shithead shirt. (laughs) It should be in within the next six weeks. (laughs) It's worth it. You're going to look so cool.
1: (laughs) Some guy said he's going to wear it to the gym.
2: That's a good place. Yes, that's good. I guess so. That's a good place to wear stuff. Um, so that's douchebag clothing. Um, next, Mike, we got a seg- we got a segment. This is our second ever uh, version of this segment, or maybe just the first, I guess. Um, we're bringing it back from last week. People were really excited to hear this. It's Mike explains it all. This is the segment of the show where Mike takes you know a complicated concept, uh, does his research, does his due diligence, um, gets the best formulation of this topic or event. Um, and explains it to us, you know, us normal guys, in a way that we can understand. So last week I tasked Mike with explaining qualified immunity, uh, the very controversial and, you know, topical legal doctrine um, that's uh, that we're all sort of familiar with. But I feel like we could all use a little bit of a refresher or an explainer on this. So, Mike, I say take it away. What, what is qualified immunity?
1: I don't want to do this. I'm in a bad mood. Na, okay. na, na, na. Na, 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 nah. Clar- Clarissa explains it all. You ever watch that show, Clarissa? Nickelodeon?
2: Yeah. Next week on the show, Mike explains LASIK surgery. Um, if you have something you'd like Mike to explain, <laughs> write us. Your Kickstarter Qualified sucks.
1: immunity, JF, simply means that the police and other government officials won't be held accountable uh-huh. for stuff like breaking your door down okay they're not going to be responsible for damaging property that falls to that that burden falls on the state jf okay because of qualified immunity qualified immunity basically says uh something uh like uh the cops are better than you and the cops can do whatever they want and uh yeah nothing you can do about it And where do you
2: think? What do you see? What's the future of qualified immunity? Do you think in this country, Mike? Uh, Given the recent Supreme Court uh, rulings, where do you where do you think we'll land on this?
1: uh, I think it's going to be good, and but but it also might be bad. Some of you have some people who are who are taking advantage of it, which is very which is not good. But then you also have. Very fine people who are <laughs> who uh, follow the rule of law, okay, which is why I am, which is what I am all about. So, if, if it comes down to it, if, if sort of we have to have a
2: rallying cry for the listeners of the show, um, they basically want to know, and you know, the people who listen to this show, okay, I would say, yeah. I would say, maybe, I would say, maybe we know a little bit too much about the type of folks who listen to this show. Um, if you just had to give them a uh, a yes or no on the topic, something they can write on a sign and carry around, you're going to say when it comes to qualified immunity, the official YKS stance on it is.
1: Abolish qualified immunity. There you go. Unless it's Unless it's, unless that causes problems for somebody.
2: Right. Absolutely. Sure. It goes without saying almost. Yeah. Um, If you got something you want Mike to explain, your kickstarter sucks at gmail.com, put in the subject line Mike explains and make sure it's something you don't know anything about because sometimes people already, sometimes people know the answer to the question before they ask it and I feel like it's not fair to process. So thank you Mike for the explanation. Now let's explain some Kickstarters. Welcome to the six-pack. We've got six Kickstarters we're going to talk about. Three each. And um, uh, here's something uh, recent that we can talk about now. Uh, The the cheese guy is in the news. Remember that?
1: Yeah, the cheese guy. That was a fucking funny post, huh? Guy goes out to a restaurant with his uh, wife, with his his horrible fucking wife. (laughs) And uh, she can't eat fucking fajitas. These, t- these guys, uh, <clears throat> Yo, I crawled through this fucking guy's posts, and I was looking at, at has at his other shit. Yeah, fucking just a big complainer, dude. Twenty four seven, just fucking. He's one. Of, he's a he's a male one. Of these male, Karen guys who fucking just complains about shitty service and shit all the time. But he's right. also like a big. He's also a big Trump guy who's like fucking blaming protesters, and she's just a fucking the worst type of dude. And he could not deserve. You hear the fucking jet plane outside? <laughs> I yeah. I wish I could toss fuck. I wish I could toss nails in the street. No no, you know what I should do? I I, I wish mm-hmm. I could fucking put a, a metal bar in the back spokes of any loud fucking motorcycle and just destroy whoever's driving it. Like a, I wish I like could Like a do chariot
2: that. almost. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Probably. I wish would. I could do that. Probably wouldn't great. have
2: the intended effect. I think the I
1: think you would probably not be able to hold it's the. A, it's a fucking bo- motorcycle meet outside of my goddamn house. Is for that what's some going reason. on? They're out there revving up.
2: Dog shit! Intimidation. I'm trying. Tactic. I'm trying to
1: do an hour of uh, the most side splitting comedy you've ever fucking heard in your life, and you're fucking ruining it.
2: Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> um. Let's see. Where were we at? Uh. Oh, the cheese guy. Yeah. The I, I read something today by someone was like uh, saying what it's like to be the main character of Twitter. How a lot of times definitely does get out of hand uh, when you when you do something uh, like take a picture of your wife at a restaurant and make a complaint, even though that is extremely annoying and bad behavior. Um, he doesn't, for instance, just based on that, maybe deserve to have a big metal pipe shoved in the spokes of his rear wheel. Um, where he's launched off and thrown into a a, a, a
1: eh.
2: okay maybe he does I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, did you see his other posts? Or? I didn't see
2: a single other post. But that's what I was going to say is like for the most part, someone who is a main character is just like a, a maybe somebody who says something embarrassing. But then it's yeah. almost like this guy who has a podcast that says, "I'm I'm here. I'm talking about the stuff. This is the same guy, right? I'm the guy who talks about the stuff that you will upset you at the dinner table or whatever. That's this guy, right?"
1: What's this? What's this fucking podcast called? The Opinionated Podcast or something like that. It's almost like this guy was just like, "This is what you wanted, right?" Is this not exactly yeah, what you wanted? That's his whole fucking shit. Because that's otherwise, so funny,
2: otherwise you would just be you would be completely below the radar, trying to piss people off and not actually ever able to do it. But in this case, you did piss a bunch of people off, or at least you got under their skin, or you like, you got their attention or whatever it kind of seems like you finally struck gold on this, you know,
1: I'm, go- I'm Googling wife cheese guy and it's not, it's not giving me what I want. Oh right. no. I gotta find, I gotta find the guys. You gotta find the cheese guy. I find the guys post. You know what I also like, to, I'd like to snipe one of these uh, motorcycle guys from the <laughs> rooftop. I think that'd be really funny to see him fly off.
2: There's no way you have the accuracy to pull that off. You don't think I could do that? No way, man. For the gun would buck. You'd go cur- you You'd probably fly off the roof.
1: Which would be funny from their point of view, which you have to admit. I'd, f- go, I'd go flying, yeah. <laughs> or Somehow I would just go flying backwards <laughs> from the gun.
2: <laughs> you try to fire the gun, and, and what you don't realize until the end is the barrel has actually been bent around and is yeah. facing you, and then it blows up in your face, and you have all this soot on your face. I mean, I'm not saying I'm the friends of the motorcycle soot. guys, but... I, I think soot. Soot sucks. Uh... But what if the cheese? Here's what I, this is what I thought earlier. I was um, I was actually in the middle of reading uh, Dostoevsky earlier. And wait,
1: I, wait, wait. Let's can we say what the cheese guy was in case somebody's living under a fucking rock? Yes, please. This guy went out to a Mexican restaurant, and he brought along his horrible fucking wife, who may not be horrible. They, she didn't do the post. Look at her face. she, and must, she sat. They okay. sat down, and then she ordered fucking fajitas, and he was like, "We've been sitting here." He tagged the restaurant and he was like we've been sitting here for 18 minutes. My wife needs cheese for her fajitas, shredded cheese or she can't eat these fajitas. Yeah. This is unacceptable. And he posted a picture of her looking all pissed off, looking like her dog, dog just the, died. To the to the restaurant and it's like fucking he got rightly mocked for it. But I get it. there was a guy there was a guy a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago maybe. This guy who was like, um, getting on some getting up somebody's ass about like uh, their pat their oh it was uh, they were talking about Megan Amram or something like that yeah did you see that I did see this and uh, and then like everybody started posting all of his bad posts from back in the day and like it was like and he was like he he immediately was like oh yeah I shouldn't have done that yeah <laughs> it's ah. like yeah you, I
2: mean you probably shouldn't have. ah yes that's right <laughs> yeah that's. Uh. That's the way it goes. Sometimes, I guess I don't know. I and I don't even put cheese on my fajitas, so I don't really have a dog in this fight. I would just say, I would probably just eat the fajitas without the cheese. Honestly, if just it were eat me. the
1: fucking fajitas. I would I would have eaten whatever they gave me, even if it was wrong. I yeah. could never fucking. I would never have the fucking balls, especially the audacity right, right
2: now of all times yeah. to be doing that inside a restaurant. To be going in I, to a
1: restaurant and being like, "Where's my fucking twenty cents worth of cheese?" that didn't that didn't even fucking compute for me, but it yeah, they're in a fucking restaurant yes and uh, that didn't even register That's a whole nother level of fucking <laughs> ridiculousness to this
2: shit It really is i uh, I think I, I was talking about this on the stream the other night um, when I went out to our mailbox our our PU box, which of course uh, we'll have another mailbag episode uh, coming out um for our uh our eight dollar patrons. Once a month you get that mailbag episode. we've got some boxes to go through and some letters and voicemails and we'll be doing that uh, here in a couple of days as you're listening to this now and I went to the mailbox you could
1: you could take you could take the eight dollars and go down to your local dump and ask and get handed over to the guy and ask him to sift around and you get roughly the same experience, but that's not okay
2: you know it's not how the dump works here. <laughs> so right now you're telling people to do something you can't even do.
1: You know you can't pay the guy to have him, let, you, let you go in and root around. You know that. You've tried it. <laughs>
2: um, well, so we'll be doing that soon. I went down to the PU box, which um, if you've ever looked up the address of the mailbox, which is 544 West Main Street, uh, number 209, Gallatin, Tennessee, 37066, you know because you're a crazy creepo pulling it up on Street View that it's right next to a Subway restaurant and mm-hmm. i walked past the subway restaurant and i tried not to jerk my head immediately to the right and stare at the guy sitting inside the subway restaurant eating a sandwich obviously with no mask on cuz he's eating the sandwich inside the subway but i did catch him out of my periphery and i just uh that was a real that was a real head shaking moment to me
1: to be be at the fucking subway mike yeah you're going to die for a fucking Meatball marinara or something. That's fucking funny. What kind of sub was it?
2: I didn't catch it. But honestly, can I can I tell you what I really think it was? I really do think that it was a. I think it was a basic bitch sub. That's what I think. You think it was? I think it I was. Think, I
1: feel I I feel like it was probably a premium, but one of the nasty premium subs they have, like the fucking steak and cheese or the Philly oh. steak sub. That's like just a really gut. It looked like a gut bomb. <laughs> it was some. F- some fucking fat dickhead is filling up his <laughs> nasty stomach on fucking bullshit while getting COVID-19. Okay, I've gone to,
2: I've looked for the Subway menu. Unfortunately, it's automatically pulled up the menu for Antigua and Barbuda. Um, I don't know if they've got different sandwiches there. They all look like shit. Um, but I can go ahead and change really quickly to the US so we can get the full menu of Subway just to see what they've got. Look, it's $5 foot longs. When you buy two, you got to buy two now. So that's two meals for you, I guess, right there. Um, what is the, th- what's the new thing they're pushing right now? Um, signature wraps. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to go here. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just tell you that. I'm not going to go here where you put the yeah. same shit. And the Taco Bell I know is the, is putting the same shit in a different thing all the time but subway is uh yeah you go and you get one of their salads where they just they 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 take they take the they take the shredded lettuce container out of the fucking tray and then like scrape it into the bowl <laughs> chop up the little <laughs> toppings put it in
1: there come on that's hog food sandwiches i mean black forest ham classic tuna that's white this is a white people food <laughs> Big cut combo this is white people
2: food yeah yeah it is it is. I would like to see them add something interesting to the menu, but also I'll I'll not I'm not going to go there no matter what. So it really doesn't matter to me. But I I think, look, it goes out saying don't go inside a restaurant right now. Maybe there are people listening to this who have who are in a different place where they're living in some weird Elon Muggs techno future where everything is all figured out. But here it's not figured out at all. So.
1: What was that? What was that bar that was just closed down? they had like eighty nine cases out of this one bar. Oh yeah, which one was this? Uh, where, where was that? I feel like it was in Texas, right? Or was it here?
2: I believe that was in <laughs> Illinois. I think wasn't that what it was? It was like a college bar. Close, close enough. Yeah. Same general geographic area, but of yeah. course here I've heard rumors about other restaurants who opened when they shouldn't have opened that have cases here in Nashville, which not surprising with Broadway and everything else, but not even just Broadway either. Lots of local places, um, but uh, don't don't go into the don't, don't go into the subway. You know, if you are gonna if you are gonna yeah. put your mask on and your barber is gonna put the mask on. I'm not going to tell you what to do in that case. Well, I don't know. I'm not doing it, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. But don't go in, fucking mask off to a subway and eat a $4 turkey
1: sandwich. What <laughs> Just are you on doing? Your oh, the cold, the cold cut trio was worth it. The doctor, <laughs> it's actually the cold cut combo. Ah, know, it's a, it's kind of a misnomer. <laughs> it's a Berenstein Bears thing. Oh, that's funny. I remember the Berenstein. Bit. Boo. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> oh man um, so the first one I've got
2: I forgot we were still doing this the first one I've got is Can- eh. Mon, Canadian Culture Monsters Mike you've heard of Pokemon don't try to tell me you haven't I know you have you've heard of Pokemon <laughs> okay uh, yeah this is like Pokemon but for Canada they've got all the Canadian guys in here um, that's awesome yeah
1: so, what is your favorite Pokemon? Actually, my favorite Pokemon. I don't know who's the who's the one who has just a bad attitude and who do, who wants to sleep all the time. Is there a Pokemon who's constantly killing itself or committing suicide? What's the What's the Pokemon with the most self loathing? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's probably it's maybe Eikens maybe or something. <laughs> he
2: pulled out the. The wait—is that the oh, no, they, that's the snake? That's just, is that the I evolved one or the that's not the evolved one, right? We I don't are think so. We're the right age we to have know. played. We played. Uh I remember playing red and blue and yellow. Um You're a little bit older than I am,
1: but I think you you probably played those two, right? I mean, not not that much older, but um, a bit older than. Ekins me. is this Ekins Ekins is, Ekins is a snake backwards, by the way. Oh and Arbok is evolved for him. It's Cobra backwards. These guys are. I mean, not very. Wow. You know, you could have come up with your own. you just reversing fucking names here. But they're
2: not all like that, right? Like Pikachu. <laughs> that would be.
1: Yeah, ones. Uh, yeah. Huckleberry. Uh, Huck- a- Huck- a- uh, hi- a- I don't know. I never Huck- got into Huck- the Pokemon. Never played it. What? wasn't wasn't my wasn't my bag. Okay. I'm really surprised by that. You like RPGs? I would have thought. Yeah. It just. I don't know. It like, just wasn't my wasn't my bag. I guess somebody. you were too old, right? Cuz it probably you probably hit you when you were you were pretty old <laughs> by in that my point. My 50s, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These are Canadian Pokémon so they have something like Oilberta, which is a which is like a whale, yeah, covered in oil or something. That one's actually kind of a bummer, isn't it? Yeah. I don't like that one. A lot one. of whales love oil though, so it makes okay. them glide, glide through the ocean faster, so Right. It's actually, doing me a favor. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look at him done. go! I'm one of the fish in the background. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> there's uh there are a lot of them in here. Okay, there's Saskatchewan, uh, Sasquatch. Sorry, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan is the place. Saskatchewan is the seven foot six inch, one hundred and ninety pounds. Doesn't actually it doesn't actually seem that heavy. I think this guy maybe doesn't have a good grasp of American weights and measures. Seven foot six. That's a seven foot, 60 inches, 190 pounds. So I'm seeing some issues with him. Uh, he's supposed to represent an entire province. You'd think he would weigh, he would at least be a heavyweight. Um, and then you've got, let's see what else you've got. Uh, Jimmy Mimi. Actually, maybe this is the guy who does it. It's hard to tell if it's like a guy or a monster or something. True. Don't
1: oh, no. Oh no. I just got to that one. Huh?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on here. Uh, Black character in like a... Uh... <laughs> what
1: the fuck, True.
2: Bro? True Dope is number 44 in the Canada decks. It says, This mon is obviously based on Justin P.J. Trudeau, the current Prime Minister of Canada as of this writing. Trudeau is the son of former Prime Minister Pierre Elliott Trudeau. And has proved a controversial fellow, much like his father in, um, yeah, in 2015. Sorry, that made it sound like his father also did blackface, which we don't know, I guess, but I would say maybe you don't have to compound the mistake by drawing him. Drawing the poke, yeah. drawing the blackface you Pokemon.
1: Made, you're just maybe making it worse.
2: Uh, kind of doing a similar mistake to what uh, he did there, I think. Um, the rest of them seem to be like all of the different little places inside of Canada turned into monsters. This is Gat- Gatineau. Uh, this is based on Gatineau. G- Gatineau—that's uh, a city in Quebec—and it's just like a big. It's like a dog with a clock on its head. I don't know. I, I think you know if you've looked at Pokemon lately, which I have, due to my kids are into Pokemon, you can kind of see they're running out of steam. On the Pokemon, yeah,
1: one, of the, one of the guys is like just a shoe.
2: Yeah. Like okay, Come on, bro. and you're like, all right, he's a shoe. What type is he? Uh, well, he's shoe type. Okay, so you invented a whole new type because you couldn't think of anything other than a shoe. Yeah. yeah. So kind of boring, you know. Uh, if you look at some of the new Pokemon, I'm trying to see what one is now. Uh, okay, here's one. Uh, let's see here. We got uh driz driz drizzle drizzle. He's water. Drizzle sounds like rain.
1: So. That's, that's Pokemon not that Sword good. and Shield, they look like just, I mean, they're just little bears and stuff. Yeah, and
2: they're, they're little just... cute. You know, I, I I don't know. I feel like Pokemon maybe lost its way, but you've seen the Mondo mascots, the Japanese, because it seems like every city in Japan has a mascot that they say represents the place, right? Have you seen these?
1: Yeah, they, they have different mascots for the prefectures or whatever. That's pretty
2: cool because they, they actually, like, make the suit. That is
1: cool. That is cool
2: they have one it's like oh it's a
1: crying octopus this
2: represents when um you know the 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 department of fisheries was shut down for a week because of there was a leak in the building or or something some, whatever i don't know i'm not i'm
1: looking I at i think the- that's cool my my hometown had a mascot my hometown was a lima and they had a, a lima bean as a mascot which is this which was just like this big fat green looking thing yeah with like a hat on like that's kind of cool, but you could have done maybe something else. I don't know. But they,
2: you know, they tried. Hey, they <laughs> got than a,
1: nothing. They got out there. They tried. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: you know, that's that's something. But this one, uh, Canada monsters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna show you this picture of this guy. He's funny as fuck. What's it's the, like? Uh, what is the name of the guy? Is is his name Lima? His name's name Beanie, which is like okay. That's fine. I guess that's
2: okay. That's alright.
1: I'm not like I could do any better. No, I
2: mean I'm trying to brainstorm right now what I would do instead of Beanie the lima bean. Oh, look
1: at him. Okay. And he's getting a hug. He's kind of cute. He's kind of cute. He is kind of cute. What's your actually. what's your hometown? What what would your what'd your mascot be?
2: That's a good question, Mike. I think hmm. Well, I think it would I think it might be the uh this actually this sucks. But I think this is what it would be. I think it would be the eagle. From the 101st Airborne division, which Ugh. I'm not, I'm just saying that's what I think in a world where there was a mascot, <laughs> that's what it would be because you'd walk around and everyone was like, so fucking excited about the fucking 101st Airborne. Yeah. They fucking loved it, you know?
1: Took them 100 tries to finally get it right. Exactly. And you guys are proud of it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't what, know. what
2: else would, it, honestly, what else would it mean?
1: <laughs> do we have any
2: idea what else it would mean? I don't think we do. So that's probably what it was. My my main interaction with the 101st Airborne is when uh the uh, the 19 year old uh dumbasses who they just uh hooked up to the big uh the big airplane machine would walk into my uh current wife, then girlfriend's uh place of business which was a candy store in the mall and the soldiers would walk through and open up the candy buckets and stick their hand in the candy and eat the candy without paying. And then, then my wife's boss would come out and say, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a military brat. I want your superior's, uh, information or whatever. And then she would call and get the guys in trouble for stealing candy or whatever. So
1: I'm 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 very surprised by that. I'm very surprised that she would get them in trouble for it because it feels like, Feels like these fucking uh, these apes with uh, thirty IQ kind of just float through life uh, unchecked, yeah. and doing whatever they want until I, I think uh, they get blasted to smithereens and to fucking Iraq by a goddamn IED or something. They don't get in trouble for
2: stuff they do over there, right? They get in trouble for yeah. the stuff they do over here to civilians, and I think the reason for that is because it's fucking marketing, honestly. I think that's all it is. It's like, you're making it a lot harder for us to act like we walk on water when you go around and steal candy from the mall, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Here's your $35,000 tax-free. Go buy a Jeep and, and leave the fucking candy to the kids who are trying to steal it and sneak it in the movie theater, idiot.
1: We're going to, we're gonna. hey, look, you got in trouble, so we're going to deploy you. We're going to give you another deployment so you can go over there and blast brown people as much right. as you want. Yeah. yeah get out of the candy store in the mall. And hope get, you're happy get now
2: guys like snickering (laughs) in the background (laughs) um canada mon you get the book hey i'm not from canada i don't know maybe you guys like this stuff up there uh 22 bucks gets you a copy of the book um wow you can uh and you can also you can also get him to create a custom one where you can say here's my idea for a canadian monster uh you should make it trying to think of one canada thing one fucking thing it's
1: hard it's a fucking land of mystery I don't I don't know anything that happens up there and it is huge it's a humongous place low key it's actually nothing about
2: it right um you could do one that's like like a big country mon and it's like god damn this thing is fucking and draw it it's big it's like big as fuck it's like super
1: just huge um how about this one how about this one stefan mon and it's just like the littlest weakest (laughs) weakling of all time and you just want to punch his little lights out
2: yeah uh yeah and yeah that would yeah and he <laughs> and he stinks. Um and he stinks. That's that's a really good idea. Um 15,000 bucks of 25,000 bucks um to, uh, 392 backers, which is a huge number of people. So this guy obviously has a following for his Pokémon stuff that I just don't, you know, I don't know anything about, but uh, 28 days to go. So this guy's going to I assume make a bunch of money drawing little uh, little mascot guys for Canada. So rock on.
1: Uh, I got something called shots and loggers here, JF. I'm trying to shake off the bad attitude that I have, and I don't think it's working at all. I think you're getting Do not there. I think
2: it's going to work. You're on the climb up. You're on the the part of the roller coaster that's like, dun, 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 dun.
1: speaking of, when hey, open up the theme parks, huh? I hate roller coasters. <laughs> that just made my mood even worse. Oh no, I was trying to help. He went backwards. No. Shots and Loggers is a uh, drinking game that features fun challenges. Bring shots and loggers to any party you're gathering, and it'll be a blast for everyone. You're familiar with Shoots and Ladders, JF. This is the same type of concept. This is Shoots uh, and Ladders, but you're drinking. That's yeah, it is that. Um, why don't I play the video for people who
2: don't believe that that's what it is? Yeah.
0: Shots and Loggers is a drinking
2: board game that features some of your favorite party challenges and provides a unique gameplay experience. The drinking challenges offer a fun twist to a standard board game. Play with your friends to see who can get to the end of the board first and exchange some shots or loggers while you're at it. To start, you spin the spinner to determine how many tiles you move. If you land on a ladder, you go up that ladder and now you get to give somebody a drink. If you land on a beer funnel, you'll have to go down it and take a shot.
1: Other tiles offer even more fun challenges for you and your friends
2: to participate in. Bring Shots and Loggers to any party or gathering, and it'll be sure to be a blast for everyone. Hey guys, my name's Kenny. I'm the founder and CEO of Shots and Loggers. Thank you so much for supporting our Kickstarter and making this idea a reality. Cheers. So that, it really is shoots and ladders, Mike. Yeah. I guess if we're going to yeah, talk it's... about games on this episode, we should say the ki- the Cards Against Humanity thing that's been in the news. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's been in the news about those guys. I don't I don't think I have anything particularly intelligent to say on it, other than they definitely you can do. Sc-
1: you can scroll to the bottom of the thing. I wrote some stuff about it, but
2: oh, you want me to just, oh I'll just read your words. Okay. uh,
1: uh <laughs> no, there was yeah some stuff in the news about the Cards Against did Cards Against Community. Uh, cards Against Humanity. It
2: sounds like you said Cards Against Humidity. Now, Mike, that's the that's the Kickstarter I have to that's, talk about
1: next. Coming up from HVAC technicians, yeah, it brother- probably already <laughs> exists. <laughs> it probably does. The, the fun party game for HVAC technicians. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did card against Cards Against Humanity's ironic humor mask a toxic culture all along? And I mean, there's was some. This is yeah. a Vox article or whatever, but but. I mean, there was a previous article about the co-founder of Cards Against Humanity, Max. What's his name? Temkin or something like that. He yes. resigned from the company after he, after allegations arose. He fostered a sexist and racist culture. Now there's new there, there's a new kind of kerfuffle out there because one of their one of their uh, POC writers. Uh, apparently, was like committed to like a mental institution. Yeah, due to some shit that the Cards Against Community staff did. Like they, he started bringing up like racial issues in the workplace, and um,
2: and even that and I would say,
1: according to his account, bringing up racial issues in the workplace
2: almost overstates what actually what was going on. Which is yeah. like, hey, maybe yeah. don't do the N
1: word card. Would be like a yeah, suggestion. They, they legit had a had an N word card, right? Yeah. Like we're, uh, we're trying to, um, yeah. Man, that's funny. Very strange. when I heard that the when I heard that the majority of the owner writers wanted to put the N word into the game, I felt like my presence might have been always a simple permission structure for them. By occupying that space, I was implicitly in- endorsing them and allowing them to do what they wanted, while pointing to me and say, "But look, we have a black guy." Um, really, so yeah.
2: Really tough read, and I would. I mean, I don't know that we've ever even had. I don't think we've ever had like an actual critique of the game, other than I think this is corny. It's cornball. Yeah. This is an excuse for people who want to say stuff that they shouldn't say to say it in a fun environment. And again, it's not funny. Even if it, even if that were the thing that they were trying to do, and it and it landed, and everyone was okay with it, maybe that would be one thing. But it's not. It's not yeah. even close to that. And they have people there telling them. Hey, this is not cool. You're not doing this. You're not doing this right at all. Which to me signals that maybe a card game where you're supposed to offend people that actually is offensive to a lot of people. Sort of, almost like you could see the whole situation uh, coming. That yeah, it wasn't going to work out in a good way. But all the extra layers of abuse and weirdo freaks that are in the company making everyone feel like shit all of the time. That's just like a whole, that's just like a cherry on the Sunday, really, as far as that place goes. So it's no good. And, you know, you should read about it if you want to go read about it. We, uh, they'll keep, they'll still keep making the spinoff game. So I guess we'll still have to say it sucks. But, uh, a, a big bummer. Yeah, guy's,
1: guy's name is Nicholas Carter. You wrote a medium post about it. But it's a, it's a tough read.
2: Yeah. It's not good. Nah. Uh, yeah. Not good stuff over there. Um, so it uh, really makes it even. It really makes it even crazier that people will continue to try to imitate it. I guess, um, like it's not that that will definitely not stop the the Cards Against Humanity imitations because, despite all that, they've somehow grown to a nearly two dozen employee workforce where they have like a fucking office where everybody goes in and writes
1: offensive jokes Excellent. or like I mean the, the, the writers and stuff feel like it's like a a really good opportunity for them. They're like, oh, these, I've, I was reading his meeting post and he was like talking about how these are people from like second city who worked here and like, these are legit writers who worked here and it was yeah. like a great opportunity. It was like, you're writing fucking, you know, you're writing jokes about, uh, cutting your dick off and f- uh, b- blowing it up into a animal, a balloon animal. It's not really, that's funny when you groundbreaking said it, stuff, bro. I liked what you said. <laughs> you actually might have a future there.
2: Um, yeah. But this game uh, is not—it's not offensive, I guess. It's just uh, a simple concept with an adult theming. Because shoots and ladders is—that's the game where—and I'm—I'm gonna show my ass a little bit. I'm not a big shoots and ladders guy. Oh God!
1: No. I can already see the letters coming in. Please
2: don't drag me for not doing shoots and ladders. Um. Six months from now, some guy emails in. Oh, I'm just going through the back catalog here. Sounds like somebody had a bad childhood or whatever the fuck they yeah. say. Um, that's when you get a number on a die or a, or dice, or you spin a thing and it says go to the, go to this many spaces, and then sometimes you can go up and skip a bunch, and sometimes you can go down and lose a bunch of space. That's basically all it is, right?
1: That's basically all it is, and that's basically all every game is. Well, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I like the game Kings when I was when I was a drinker back in the day. You know, that was a fun game, cards card game. What is that one? That was fun. I don't remember. Okay. Each what? turn, every player picks up one of the face down cards. You spread these cards face down. You know. Yeah. Um, a deck of cards is spread out face down around a full, unopened can of beer. Okay. and the participants position themselves in a circle around the table. Nervous? You you should be. Okay. I just added that. But, uh, <laughs> each turn, every player picks up one of the face-down cards and either drinks or gives drinks based on... At the end of the turn, the player puts the card underneath the beer can. We put it under the tab. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. At the end of the turn, the player puts the card underneath the beer can surrounded by face-down cards, making sure not to open the can, which can be heard by air leaking out. Should it happen if the can is open, the player drinks the beer and a new one replaces it with no cards under the tab the tab to start, so and all the cards have like uh dumb shit to them, like the ace is like a waterfall, so like every player begins drinking, and no one can stop until the player before them does oh wow, okay, or the two card whoever draw the draws the drew the card assigns a drink like okay, you right, right. Um, four is floor. Everyone races to touch the floor. The last person to do so drinks. So just dumb shit like that. But that's, you, that sounds like something rules. you
2: would have fun with if you were a fun person in a fun environment. Yeah.
1: yeah, if you had friends, I could see how it would be fun.
2: I can imagine that being fun for someone in a different <laughs> life. Yeah. <laughs> this one, though, I don't... I do not see how this one is... I see the appeal of Beer Pong. You just described Kings. That sounds like a fun version of the game. But this one to me is like a, an extremely unfun board game paired with just normal just drinking of the drink and i know i'm old and i know i wasn't fun when i was young but if the only thing that happens is i go up or down and then drink a drink i'll you know what i'll just drink the drink i think
1: or not yeah here's a here's a fucking game all of your friends get like a handle of liquor and you stand around a circle and you just chug it and then the last one to pass out yeah uh wins or loses whatever, whichever one. Yeah, who cares?
2: Um, well, I have been playing a lot more games. Who I've,
1: cares? You're drunk. You know, it doesn't <laughs> matter the rules at that point. Did we win? <laughs> who cares? You're fucking dead. <laughs> um, uh, I have
2: been playing more games. I've been teaching myself games. So we got that. We got that Switch game that has the the all the different little games on it. You know, Yahtzee and that kind of stuff. Um, and I've played I've played chess a couple times now. My first two times playing chess, I've played on there, and I'm trying to I'm trying to learn the rules of chess, which I guess I never will because I'm not smart, but I'll try.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. But I last night I played hare and hounds, which is like a French. What the hell is that? It's like a it's like a little it's a game that has a certain it has three hounds and one hare, and they can move in certain ways, and your goal is to you know pin the other one against the wall there. So that was. That's something I've learned. I've learned to play Othello,
1: um, which yeah, is... Yeah, that's a, that's a dope game. I like that a lot. Um, Clubhouse Games is the name of the package. Yes. Hare and Hounds is also called Paper Chase.
2: Yes. Um, let's see, Othello, that's the one with the black and white tiles. Yes. Also called Reversi and yeah. that's the one they're playing in Knives Out, right? So if you've seen Knives Out um, when the, the caretaking nurse is playing with the older feller, and they're up in the attic and they're uh, playing those uh, the, the board game, that's what they're playing, Othello, right? Have you seen that?
1: I've not seen it, no. Alright, well. I've searched for Knives
2: Out game and it's some other kind of bullshit, so I can't verify that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, so I've been learning these games and playing these games and, um, you know, Yahtzee is really fun. Uh, let's see what else is there. Maybe that's it. Maybe I oversold it. No, uh, Chinese checkers. I played Chinese checkers last night.
1: Can't can't say that.
2: Okay, well, it's not.
1: That's just what it. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. You have to say Oriental checkers. No.
2: Yeah. No, that's not.
1: I'm pretty sure. <sighs> I might be wrong. Okay.
2: Shots and loggers. I don't even know what I was trying to. Why would I even name I know, why would I even man. try to name a list of board games I've played? Is that what <laughs> is that what this
1: is? Othello's fun, man. I like Othello. You just it's easy. It's a du- it's a fucking dumb guy game. You just flip some shit over. Yes. I think it's fun. And then you and then you're like either win or lose, and then it's like either either way. Hey, either That's way fine. I, I
2: had a good time with you just spending I time with time.
1: you. We had a like turning we, these pieces of plastic over. <laughs>
2: we had a conversation, you know, just like the cool, the classic, no, cool. no conversation. Okay. No, you're all in the game. <laughs> Completely silent shots and loggers. The drinking board game, seven 92, a 15 grand, 26 backers, 27 days to go. This guy seems like he just started drinking, which is why he's so enthusiastic about the drinking game. And I would say more power to you for like the next 10 years or so. I would say, enjoy yourself, but <laughs> know that it does eventually lose some of the magic. I think <laughs> for some people, I don't know. Um, the next one, Mike, I've got is called the Slice In Fun Force Link Technology Cutting Board. Okay, we're back to smart cutting boards. Um I think the one we've done in the past what was the one that we did uh one time? It had a it had a built in scale. It had um it had a knife, it had an ultraviolet knife sanitizer um chop box, right? Is that I th- it? I think that's right. It was fairly expensive. Um, and when yeah. it when it said Sanitizer, the wordizer,
1: yes, sharpens sharpeners, oh. timer, scale. Yeah, I think wow. this was it.
2: That one. Now, when that that said smart, and it, what it meant was it has a lot of electronics in it. Basically, um, yeah. This one is smart in a different way, sort of sort of a more of a we engineered this with a certain task in mind, sort of way. And what they've done here is they've taken sort of the typical. You know, whatever that material is. I would say plastic. Maybe there's something else to it. And if I read all these words, maybe I could figure it out. But I'm very busy thinking about what board games I've played the past week. So I may not get to read the Kickstarter I'm talking about right now. They've taken the plastic uh, uh, cutting board we're also familiar with. And they've put some little uh, suction cup legs on it. Um, So it sticks to the surface.
1: Yeah. Which I I hate when it's... Think you had a cutting board? It's slipping, sliding all over the place, and you're fucking cutting your fucking limbs off. A lot of
2: times that'll happen. Yeah. Um, Has this ever happened to you? (laughs) It's also got these. This is where the force link technology comes in. It's this. It's this arm. It's it's actually a set of two arms that comes out of the side of the cutting board and then cinches downward onto the vegetable um, that you're cutting. And the goal of it is to sort of give you basically. An extra hand when you're cutting, making sure that the vegetable doesn't move while you're cutting it. Of course, the correct way to do it is to you've you've seen the professional chefs do it where they it's sort of the claw, right? Where you you hold it with your yeah, other you hand but you curl your, yeah, you,
1: curve your little fingers.
2: So you're not yeah, so you're not getting your fingers all slicey. And what they're saying here is, well, get rid of that other hand, put it behind your back. Hell you probably could with as easy as this thing is. And instead, let us do the work. This metal thing will hold the vegetable in place. And then we got this tray that pops over the top and it, uh, what does it do? It, There's like a, you can uh, store your stuff in it because I guess after you cut your stuff. Yeah, it's it, kind of
1: like a, tr- it's kind of like a tray overlay on it, right? That goes over top and it has like different sections for your stuff. And that's why this is. Which is weird. I could see maybe if you're disabled or something, you don't have you don't have an arm. You lost your arm in a cutting board accident. Right. And I could see this coming in handy. I would almost but just I, say I'm done with cutting boards. Yeah, I would say maybe get stuff pre cut. If if I'm in the don't spot where I've it.
2: I've messed the cutting board situation up so badly that I have lopped off my entire left arm, I I think maybe I just have other skills.
1: Yeah. Maybe you gotta focus on something else. Focus on what you're good at, because it's not. Damn, lady in this gif, huh? The milk truck has definitely arrived. Jesus you know what Christ! Saying?
2: What? That how you fucking talk? The milk I truck. Just,
1: I was just saying, dude. Look, I don't see the. I don't see. I don't feel a need for the suction cut. I got a. I got one of those wooden cutting boards. Yeah, it's just fine. Uh, mine doesn't have a timer in it or anything like that. No, it doesn't. I think it's just fine, but maybe maybe this comes in handy for you. I don't know. The fucking cutting board itself is it's small to me. It's how small? So small.
0: It's
2: it's like it's the size of. They have it here Uh, on this video. You can you can see right here.
0: Knife blade slips. Not forgiving. She's
2: pretending she's cut herself. She's pretending she's in an earthquake cutting a a red onion. Which just wait until it's over.
0: Not
1: forgiving. (laughs) Lucky for I you gotta you. make this fucking salad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, let's. See. I'm gonna see Force if you can get see the scale of it here. Okay, here you go. Look at that, Mike. Look at the scale of this onion. That is a red onion. Yeah. That's a, that is a medium red onion. I would say with the bottom lopped off, and it's taking up percentage wise thirty yeah. percent.
1: So look, the fucking onion's already on the cutting board, but it's already cut in half. Who 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 made the first <laughs> cut? Huh? You're yeah. trying to fucking
2: who watches the Watchmen? Some... <sighs> ridiculous. It is a little bit ridiculous because it is true. Once you put these little because the way these grippers work is they have teeth that go into the item. So once you put them in there, you're not you're not taking the skin off the onion anymore. And also it needs to be flat to lay on the cutting board. So you are doing that first preliminary chop which you're taking the skin off. You're chopping it one way. You're chopping it the other way. At that point
1: you're not saving any time. It's another one of these fucking things. It's it's people it's the perception of saved time it's you're not saving any time here especially
2: when you fucking have to take everything off the cutting board to chop another onion
1: and and then i mean you gotta take it you gotta disassemble the fucking thing to clean it i mean yes
2: it's so there's so many pieces mike i look i think i people can track i think through the beginning of this show to right now my advanced aging process and how I've I've clearly been shot with like a tachyon ray, and I'm am, am getting older and older at an increasing rate. Like those guys in, uh, was it Interstellar? They go down to the planet, and then they come back, and the guy's like, oh, go, uh, where where have you been my whole life? Whatever, and he's like a million years older. That's what's happened with me on this show. Earlier today, I sat down and I Googled, uh, I really did this in earnest, and I really wanted the results. I Googled uh, birdhouse plans. <laughs>
1: You're fucked. It's over. (laughs) No, I did. I did the same fucking thing a couple weeks ago because I was like, "Damn, I want to build like a tall birdhouse, right? With the top, I want to put a net. I want to put a a one of those wise cams in the in the roof of a birdhouse, pointing down into the birdhouse, so I can watch the birds. I love it from the comfort of my cell phone. I thought that would be such a dope idea. I looked around for plans, didn't didn't see one, and I'm like, "Damn, I should. I have. Guess I have to make it myself. And then I just you know, fell asleep or something.
2: <laughs> right. Fell asleep and you thought, but you had a bird dream. So it's six one. But I do, there is a bird's nest under my deck and my kids, I took a picture of the eggs in there. My kids are like, oh my God, we want to see the eggs. We want to take the eggs out and handle them. And it's like, you can't do that. And maybe it's a myth that if you touch the eggs, the mom won't come back. I don't actually know, but I'm still not letting my grubby kids touch them, you know?
1: I had a there was a business in my gutter, and what I did was I opened the trash can underneath the gutter, and I just knocked it into there with a broom. You're fucking my gutters up. Okay, yeah. Well, I understand you. You, know? just, you fe- were
2: faced with a choice there, whether to have your drain your roof drain properly
1: or to observe nature. To- You're fucking my drainage up. Yeah, I che- I checked with the, s- the cell phone camera. Come on, I'm not a jerk. Um, I checked to see if anything was in there. It was empty. They left. They left. Okay. They yeah. There was like the lease was in there and everything it was signed. <laughs> the, che- the move out checklist was in there.
2: Okay. Deposit was there too. So I don't know if they ever. <laughs> they must have really. Um, but I I did go. So I'm getting old. I'm looking forward to building a birdhouse and I'm getting very old. But but I'm also of the belief that there are very few things you can take a shortcut on. So I don't think that the gadgety cutting board is ultimately going to progress your life to where you need it. What I would suggest you do instead, if you're able, of course, is figure out how to chop vegetables properly without hurting yourself. I think that is, if if you develop that skill, you will be better off than buying a, and I'm not kidding on the amount of money that this costs, a retail price $90 cutting board. Come on! I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ninety dollars is the type of cutting board you get as a gift, where it's like a beautiful butcher block style,
0: yeah, like
1: inch and a half thick, like the one somebody sent into the YKS. Yes, P U box. I would, I, I would pay money. For, you know who, what? Now who was that? J F. Now who was the who was the user? Who was the listener who, who sent that in? He can't hear me.
2: Shane Bratcher. Oh fuck. Yeah, that's why you stamp your name on the bottom of stuff, gang. Um, Shane sent us that beautiful uh, custom YKS uh, cutting board. Maybe that's what I try to do next—is
1: cutting. I could do cutting boards. Hey, there you go. Huh? You're getting into the woodworking stuff, and you got some emails about the woodworking in the email. Inbox, I did. Too. A lot of
2: people sent in some stuff, and I saw some beautiful photos of some people's—you uh, know—first, second, third attempts at, at making stuff. It was very encouraging. I, um, I've actually fucked up. I've fucked up a few times, but I think that's how you learn. I've tried to make these shelves, and I've I've gotten confused. It's not, you know what, it's not the craftsmanship that I'm concerned with, because that's just a matter of patience. But I really am, I'm finding myself lost in sort of the instructions phase, where I'm putting things together wrong, and then uh, gluing them and screwing them together, and then going, oh, I put the wrong fucking thing on the thing. And just, and realizing I've just yeah. got a, I've got a completely finished thing Assembled in a permanently wrong fashion, just, and that's just. I think that's just getting distracted and being stupid, you know. But
1: I like to get I like to get that uh, flat pack furniture off of Amazon that comes in Mm -hmm. six thousand pieces that I have to put together, and there's 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 no instructions at all, or the there's missing pieces, and then you put it together and you realize yeah, I put that uh, board on backwards because (laughs) it's got the exposed. Yeah, it's got the exposed fucking shitty plywood facing out outward, and it's supposed to be. And you got to tear the whole fucking thing. I, I did that one time. I got like a little uh, desk thing, mm-hmm. um, and I like put it together wrong. I put the top on upside down. I just fucking threw it away. <laughs> who? Ca- I mean, who cares? It was like a hundred some bucks. Yeah. Just fuck off.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there is a point where when you when you put something together in a, you put something that's cheap together, and and you fucked it up. You you really have to. You have to think to yourself: Now, do I want to take this apart and risk not being able to put it back together? Because in the process of tearing it apart, I've destroyed it. Yeah. Or do I live with this, this permanent fixture reminding me of my mistake every day as I pass by it? And of course, I think you and I are wired the same way that we don't, we don't necessarily love being reminded of something we fucked up over and over again. Um, it kind of, it's sort of negative. <laughs> it's sort of negative, actually, on our mental health. So. Um, I would probably have thrown it away also. Um, and I think this is something you could throw away as well. This slice and fun, you can see here it's one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, pieces. Somehow it says no assembly required. I don't know. I obviously don't know what words mean anymore. I, you know, plus you've got the suction cups. Then you've got the tray on top of all that. I don't know what to tell you on this one, um, They want 69 bucks right now or 89 bucks when it gets into retail stores, which I'm assuming will be probably never, uh, ever, but I would say, um, you know, teach yourself how to, how to, how to fuck with a knife the right way. And, and, you know, don't be afraid of the knife, but respect the knife. And I think you'll have a better time overall. $915 of $1 goal. So something weird going on there. I don't know what, uh, I don't know that one. I think that's the only time I can remember ever having seen a $1 goal. Yeah, What's up with that? (sighs) You know, I don't know if it's just to say we had a successful Kickstarter campaign. I don't know what that is. But 13 people got it anyway, so you could have done a little more than $1 and still made your money there. But, hell, I don't know. That's a slice and fun.
1: (sighs) The slice and fun. That is is fun. Yeah. I got something called... uh... Slice also. I got something called the Kovu mask. It's the evolution of air filtration. Yeah. It's a P P one hundred full face air filtration mask that filters ninety nine point nine nine percent of particles. Now people's people have sent in the one Yeah. People have sent in repeatedly the one where it's like a big fucking helmet that you were supposed to wear to work. Right. It's big plastic fucking What's that movie? What's that movie where the fucking alien ship was like a big the huge bean that was like a vertical bean, Arrival? and like some lady, yeah, and some lady was like, "God damn, I gotta talk to these motherfuckers." <laughs> yeah, that's basically Arrival. It's a good
2: movie. Um, actually, really touching as well. I've I found.
1: But uh, I would have blasted those motherfuckers on sight, bro. Okay. Wow. I would have put some. I would have put a big pipe in their spokes or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But basically, this is like the kind of the same... I mean, this is a grifter guy. He's coronavirus, you know. He's created this uh, full face shield mask with this tube on top with a filter in it. This is such a funny fucking design. Yeah. It You look like a scuba diver walking around. Yeah. Which, I mean... Maybe. I guess. Maybe. I guess. <clears throat>
2: There's a lot of this stuff going around right now. And it's not just these Kickstarter guys. Like if you I know people out there have been on Facebook, Instagram,
1: they've been served
2: oh, the yeah, ads, yeah, yeah. right?
1: Have you seen them? I mean, it's like people so people have recognized that people don't want to wear the the masks. They don't want to wear the N ninety five mask. They don't want to wear Or can't get the them. cloth masks. Yeah. They don't want to wear those. Yeah. Um so they've they've identified a market niche of people who are too proud to do that and they're they're catering to them by by saying here's a here's a like a uh what is it called uh, just a just the cloth face covering just a the the strip of right. fabric that goes around your head and it's like that's this is cooler than wearing, like, a mask or something. There's you, a yeah, I mean, the,
2: the, specific thing where it's, like, uh, you see them on people who are walking in the desert or whatever, or, or they're, like, long-distance running, I think, where they put it over their neck and face. Are you talking about that? Old? I saw those at Lowe's today. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what those are called, but, yeah, it's, like, a different form factor of mask that people are, are trying to get out, yeah.
1: Like, yeah, one of the, like, what is it called? The gator or whatever with the... with the? It's, like, that, yes. that shit, like, uh, people... I mean, you slap a fucking Punisher uh, logo on it, right? And you can sell it to fucking these dipshits, but I don't know. People don't want people don't like wearing the fucking masks. They don't. I think masks are fucking cool. They make you look like a goddamn ninja. What the fuck's your problem?
2: The cloth ones look very cool. I, I've been wearing one that I've had in the house because I was doing some painting. So this one, this one is like one of the I don't even know what it what it's called. It's like the white, you know the. I don't know, the fucking standard thing where it's like a clamshell over your face um, and it has the small respirator hole in the center there and it says N95 on it and I had that because I got it a million years ago um, for some painting. You hoarded it, yeah. And then never... Pa-
1: gotcha. Yeah. You hoarded you hoarded PB. Yeah. Wa- yeah. From the yeah. first responders. That's right. It's going back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I... um, and That's what I've been wearing and it doesn't look especially cool because it looks... It's just like a white mask or whatever, but... Anyone who has like uh, they've got their cloth mask on that has something on it, those do look good. Just like, or even just like a plain black mask that goes over your face. Yeah, it kind of looks. Uh, it's kind of cool. I can kind of see what the cyber goth people are are into when they have right? like the LED braids and stuff. I think you know. Okay, I can kind of see myself getting uh, getting on with this. But this one, this one is different. This is this is essentially a paintball helmet. Um, with a toilet attached to the top.
1: so full, full face shield thing. I mean, it's... What's wrong with current face masks? They all have variable percentages of particle filtration. That's blah, probably blah, blah. true. That's probably yeah. true, yeah. None of them protect your eyes. That's also true. Okay, agreed. I mean, on, on its face, no pun intended, this yes. is a great idea, right? You want as much protection as possible.
2: Can I just say it's insane that you fucking lucked into that pun? I know. You didn't intend it. I was kind of
1: doing like an internal cheer for myself fucking when I did it, But fucking fell right into your lap. Unreal. I <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man. I'm just always wary of anyone who says like uh yeah, you know, here's my solution to the problem. It's I mean, I have I have all the answers. Uh I would be yeah. highly skeptical.
2: Here here's the problem is you want to have a healthy skepticism, but you also do actually want to wear a mask. So it's like I don't want to get taken advantage of by somebody who's who's hawking something, you know, uh, and they don't know what they're talking about um, or they're trying to capitalize on this panic. Um, But at the same time, also, I would actually like a mask. So I'm not really sure what to do in that situation. I'm sympathetic to that. My my situation is I would say if I can help it. I'm not going to get something from someone who just started doing this because of this Yeah, situation. exactly. Because I'm, the, I'm not
1: going to trust, you know, I don't even know this guy. I'm not going to trust Louis uh, Pedroza. Yeah. The, Come on, I'm, I'm going to fucking. The incentives are too perverted
2: for people who are just now coming up with the idea to save the world with their mask and, and, and whatever. I know necessity is the mother of invention. I get it. But if you could track down some masks masks from 3M from people who've made masks before,
1: yeah. I think maybe that some would be the maybe, way to go. Maybe some people who know some stuff about like filtration and have been in the business for a while versus a guy who yeah. straps something to his face and looks like an angler fish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because what I've seen on on inter- on the internet, on internet is I've seen the masks that say a carbon filter two point five whatever. Is what it is. And and you look it up and you're like, oh, it says here, that's what they fucking use for fish tanks or something. That's what they use for like, that's what that's what they wear in Hong Kong because they don't want to get exhaust in their face. You know what I mean? Is that the same thing as a virus? It sounds like no, it's not. But also we don't know because we're stupid. So I would say don't trust the guy with a fucking Shopify set up. Yeah. It's like, check I this out. If-
1: a fucking cloth mask. I mean, it's, it could not be simpler. Just wear a fucking cloth mask and don't go around people. That's it. Not going but around people too, that's, is, is crucial. That's too fucking hard for some of these goddamn guys, you know?
2: Well, only only 10% of the people in Tennessee are wearing masks anyway, right?
1: So Yeah, I saw that too. That's fucking funny. Kid Rock's honky tonk, uh, big ass honky tonk bar and grill, Bonanza was sh- uh, shut down or had their alcohol license revoked because they fucking just packed. Yeah, but I mean, then again, we gonna you gotta you know you gonna shut the economy down?
2: No, you're right, actually, Mike. That's a, that's a great point. <laughs> that's a great point. You gonna <laughs>
1: shut the economy? I like the people who are like arguing about against shutting the economy down or arguing uh, for. Uh, opening Kid Rock's Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. Yeah. That's the economy that they don't want. They desperately don't want it to shut down. I need to go to Chili's. Yeah. I have to go to fucking Chili's and get the tiny beers they have or whatever.
2: Oh, that's a callback. Fuck you, Chili's! (laughs) Um, Yeah, and you look at the comments here. A guy named Howard says, hey, these are fake respirators. They're not P100s. That designator is very specific and requires a NIOSH training and certification number. Which, I don't know that that's true necessarily, but it makes sense that if you are going to, like I said, for instance, 3M, if you're going to sell N95 or N99 or P100 masks, those are going to have to be certified by some body, right? That says, mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, this actually is a real thing that you can sell to people who are trying <laughs> to protect themselves from X Y. That makes sense. There's a, there's a regulation involved in this. So you see a guy pop up on Kickstarter and says, I've got a P100 in here that maybe should invoke some skepticism and and luis replies hey our face mask is not a respirator okay well that's what a p100 is that's a respirator so already this guy you know i just i wouldn't fucking do it. if you're if you're like me and you're looking at this and you're going huh niosh p100 uh cdc <laughs> what does all this shit mean i have no idea i don't know just i wouldn't i just wouldn't give this guy my money personally i also wouldn't walk around with nothing on my face but if you can find a yeah. happy medium between getting ripped off and and dying of a preventable
1: illness maybe sitting in subway with my snorkel mask trying to eat my fucking sub and just keep <sighs> bumping into my face over and over again wait a minute i know there's got to be something i can do <laughs> just shoving it in the tube at the top. <laughs>
2: yeah um Let's see, the Kovu mask, very clearly also trying to trade on the name of COVID, which is very nasty to try to do, yeah. I think. Yeah.
1: Um I saw some I saw something the other day that was like uh how to make how to make uh you know nineteen thousand dollars a month or something like that. And it was like one of these entrepreneur guys. Yeah. And the secret was to go on uh, one of these sites like Teespring or Redbubble and create a mask and put Black Lives Matter on it.
2: Oh no, it.
1: dude. And that's and this guy like posted it like he was so proud of it. Like he found like a new <laughs> money spring and stuff. That
2: is really depressing. <laughs> uh, and yet we so know that's it. how people think Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you've done it and you've cashed in. What'd you get? Did you get nineteen?
1: I I got nineteen cents okay well somehow i didn't i didn't even know how i did it <laughs> the masks were thirty dollars a piece and i got this uh, fucking
2: depraved man I, I, really sucks really bad yeah um two thousand bucks so fifteen thousand sixteen backers 28 days to go the kovu mask awesome um mike my, my last one it's not as serious okay It's not as serious as all that. This is just a classic thing you can think about and not even get mad. It's iris reading glasses. These, Mike, are stylishly crafted reading glasses that comfortably wrap around your wrist so they're always within reach. This is a very interesting idea because normally glasses go on your
1: face. Right. That's where you want them. That's where the eyes are located. Correct. Most, t- most of the time, correct. Um, what this supposes is,
2: what if you could take that same visual technology of glasses on your face, and combine it with the uh, the 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 power of a slap bracelet from when you were a kid, and that's yeah. where you get the iris. W R I S.
1: This um, one, I. This one very. Confused about because I'm not I'm not I don't wear glasses you know I, I have just perfect 2020 vision uh, of nothing wrong with my eyes at all and you can see all of the colors along the spectrum all of the colors of the rainbow and I can identify <laughs> but are are people constantly taking off their glasses and putting them back on setting them down and forgetting where they that's so what I do is it I do
2: take them off sometimes but it's not because I need to I take them off sometimes if I want to like scratch my nose. Or, yeah. because I am, let's see, I think I am nearsighted, which means I can see up close without my glasses, but not far away. So I think that's Mr. Magoo, right? Isn't that what Mr. Magoo is? I think so, yeah. Because he's always walking on a big eye beam as it dangles above the city streets, and I think I would also do that.
1: Which would, I mean, looking back on it, Mr. Magoo, yeah. pretty ableist, but y'all aren't ready for that conversation, <laughs> so... Isn't, isn't the show, like, tacitly saying he knows
2: what he's doing and it's funny to him? Isn't there a part of the show where at the end he, like, winks at the camera and you're like, oh, he was just... Am I remembering Mr. Magoo wrong? Was he really in danger
1: all that time? Um, I just watched a Roadrunner cartoon and uh, saw that the coyote was constantly trying to kill his f- supposed friend. And this is y'all's favorite. This is y'all's favorite
0: this is
1: y'all's favorite canceling canceling the book um
2: of course if mr magoo were real i think now people would just let him die right like he would just walk out into traffic and somebody be like well there you go somebody be recording
1: it putting it on (laughs) lively look at this blind dipshit (laughs) um so it's the society we live in right now well
2: yeah it is actually um for for glasses, so I'll take them off. I'll put them on the table. I will sometimes take them off and leave them on the couch. And my wife will say, "You idiot! You left your glasses on the couch." You, you know, thank goodness we didn't sit on them and break them. And I say, "Thank thank you, thank you so much for helping me." Um, and I can still see. So you don't actually have to take them off. But I think if you're just re- if you just have reading glasses, it's more common to take them on and off. If you're only putting them on when you're reading a book. Um, Which I do a lot of, of course, and um, sometimes you just want to slap them on your wrist.
0: Introducing Iris, the revolutionary new approach to reading glasses that wrap around your wrist. So no matter where you are, they're always within reach. Being able to see is priceless. As we age and our vision changes, reading glasses are a must. But keeping track of cheap reading glasses is a real chore. We lose or forget them so much that we are constantly searching for them every time we need to read something. That's where Iris is different. Thanks to our breakthrough patented design, never before have reading glasses been so thoughtfully crafted to be portable. Iris fits around your wrist and goes with you everywhere you go. They perfectly match your active lifestyle. No need to keep track of a carrying case and no need to bring along bulky, cheap readers. With a simple flip and click, Iris gives you the power to see click. So these look like shit.
1: Yeah.
2: The style of them is bad. Um, <clears throat> they go straight across on the brow because of the way that The frame has to work so that it can wrap on itself. So you you look like, I mean, you look like an annoying tech guy. And then they also have the Morpheus style of the. What do you call this part that goes over your ear? The legs? What do you call this? Is this called the legs? Those are the side bridge. Okay, so you have the side bridge, aka legs. Depending on which part of Sweden you're from, go. (laughs) It normally goes over your ears, and this one just sticks right on your temple.
1: Yeah. So I would I sometimes I'll wear these uh, blue light glasses, you know, for yeah. on the computer and like sometimes they'll fucking they'll give me a headache and I think it's because it's the something on the temple just fucking yeah. driving me crazy. Maybe they're too small, I don't know. Instantly
2: but. putting pressure on both of your temples for an extended period of time. That's yeah. cool. Um they look bad, okay? They um are I will say kind of expensive because what they're aiming to do here, and you you don't know this uh, because you're dumb, but also you don't wear glasses. But it's a combination of those two things that leads you not to know this fact. Yeah, They're trying to replace the reading glasses, which I think for most people who use them, they go to CVS and buy them for $5 and then go home and sit on them and go, well, who cares? Um, Yeah. And these actually cost one hundred and twenty-five dollars for a super early bird special. That's forty-five percent off their apparent retail cost, Um, which the math of that makes it, you know, something like
1: something even more money. So it's so funny, man, because like, uh, why wouldn't you just put the glasses on top of your head? Right. They. I mean, they've the the good Lord and all of his infinite wisdom has already created a. Perfect device for storing your eyeglasses. He didn't quite nail the eyesight thing. That would have been nice if he
2: had just gotten that part and then we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah.
1: He gave you a head so you can put it on, put your glasses on there. Hey, God, thanks for the head.
2: I mean, it would suck (laughs) if we didn't have one. That's for sure. We were just walking around headless.
1: Hey, hey, you know?
2: Yeah. Everyone's like, what? I don't, I can't see. You know, I don't have my head. Yeah. So that's kind of a picture. Miserable. That's like a Stephen King almost. Uh, Just a view into that world, what that would be like if there was no people's heads. Um, Here's my problem with this, mic, which I don't know if other glasses wearers have this problem. I have this problem all the time, which is uh, if the back of my finger accidentally uh, touches the side corner of my glasses, they get greasy, and I don't like looking anymore because there's a grease spot on my glasses, and that fucking pisses me off, so... Sticking these glasses on my wrist, one of the biggest grease spots on my whole body, <laughs> I think is going to cause. That's going to make the. That's going to put a film on the glasses. I think, right? You know this from the re, from the blue yeah. light glasses. Even if you touch them, when you grab your glasses, do you grab the glass part?
1: yeah I, try, I mean you try not to but you're gonna smudge in either way and you gotta yeah. I mean you gotta spend fucking forever like wiping them
2: you shit. got your little microfiber cloth I mean the horror when you realize your glasses have a smudge on them and you look down and you're wearing the wrong type of shirt to use yeah I mean that's what got you the need. microfiber right here the bro. microfiber is what you need for sure but sometimes you just don't have it um, and then on top of that of course to say nothing of the glasses being all <laughs> fucked up while they're on your wrist and then smashing them in a door frame or whatever and then putting them on. Think about the actual experience of wearing a, wearing your glasses on your wrist while you're walking around.
1: Yeah. Smanching them into a door and shit.
2: Because they don't fit. You know, it's not like a a watch, right? Where you cinch the watch to your wrist. This is just like a weird loose piece of plastic just hovering on your yeah. wrist. That all, it shows this guy driving his sports car <laughs> and the glasses are just like fucking sitting there on his wrist, just like dangling. <laughs> That sucks. You could do that with your glasses now. Actually,
1: watch. Watch this shit. Oh, shit. What's he doing? Oh, he put the glasses on his arm. Oh, he's closing the arm legs. Oh, my
0: God. Well,
2: it fell yeah, off, but you, fell off but you get the idea. Yeah. You get the idea, yeah. I mean, you could, I could easily do that <laughs> if I just had more time. We're just busy, so. Um, At a hundred and some damn dollars, uh, a pair of these have raised, and this is shocking to me, Twenty six thousand nine hundred and thirty one dollars of twenty five thousand dollars with sixty backers in thirty four days to go. As of recording, blowing up, skyrocketing. This is one we have just. Uh, I'm just. I'm a dumb. I'm a dumb dum. I'm a dodo bird. I'm from the Stone Age. You know. I'm not. Wi- I'm not with the times. Here, here's the. Here's the first question from Fernando Boto. He says, "Congrats, you made it." I got another one for you, though. When the gla- That's a funny way to start a fucking question. I got another one for you. <laughs> Fernando, putting the screws to these guys. When the glasses are around the wrist, how often do I have to clean it up? Great question. Once there, <laughs> you might sweat, and the lens from the inside might get dirty, right? How far from the wrist the lens are, and are they constantly in contact with the skin? Sorry, this is the last one. Thanks once again. Um, Thank you. The amount of contact between the wrist and the lens depends on the wearer awesome so that's good that's good so it says here it says here you can actually just wipe them if uh, if it gets if it gets smudgy you can just wipe them so that comes as a relief I think to all the glasses wearers out there these are uh, wipeable glasses so there you go Um, that's the fucking iris iris Uh, that's all I've got Mike
1: Give us the last one, please. Toadie, the autonomous lawn robot powered by AI. She detects. That's right. She's a, it's a she, JF. They gave the they gave this lawnmower robot a fucking uh, pussy.
2: That's cool. Um, I hope it's far away from the blades because...
1: It doesn't say, doesn't say on here whether you can fuck it or not. Okay. On, uh Todi's, the autonomous lawn robot powered by AI. She detects and avoids objects while mowing around your yard without a perimeter cable. Uh, they, already, they make these already, you know? They got the lawnmower robots already. They do. They do. I, I think the thing that is different here
2: is that this visually confirms where your lawn ends, whereas the other ones do have some kind of, uh, almost like an underground fence, like for dogs, if you've ever seen those.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Sort of the radio frequency that you put at the, the edge where it knows not to go any further. This one, I guess you take it out for a walk on the first mow, and you say, well, don't go over here, and the toady looks up and goes, ooh, ooh, or
1: whatever the thing is that whatever. they say on the it's gotta computer. It's got a fucking little anime face on it. Why wouldn't think, it? So I don't think that the, the autonomous lawnmower robot is a bad thing. I don't think that it's stupid. Okay. I, I, the, take take away these jobs that I don't want to do. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have any desire to mow my lawn. I don't have any desire to do anything. Period. But uh, I don't care about mowing my lawn. I'll hire some guy to do it. Almost and he'll seems do like it in you like would,
2: five seconds. Seems like it'd be good for you to get out and do maybe.
1: Yeah, it, uh, a lot of things would be good for me to get out and do. But <laughs> here I am <laughs> at this point in my life. Yeah, I don't see it happening. Right.
2: So, <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you in principle. Is is it is it going to be any is it going to be any big deal if we get to a point where people who have, you know, a very very small like a small patch of fucking grass, yeah, can just can just boop the thing on their phone and have their little lawnmower go out and take care of it, and it's electric and it runs off solar power. You know, is no noise pollution, whatever. Is that the end of the world? I mean, no, it's not. It's kind of a cool Jetsons thing to think about. I just don't think we're there on autonomous technology. We're not. To the point where I'm like, let's put some fucking sharp blades on there, you know? I just, I'm not, I'm a little scared of that. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'll still, uh, I'll pay the guy to do it. And I tip well, okay? you do very well okay so i don't i don't mind i don't mind being lazy because i'm tipping i'm tipping above and beyond here so i'll I'll lay depressed in the bed and you go mow my lawn we'll both benefit from it i won't have to do anything and you'll get a little scratch so you're saying you're
2: basically a job creator and you're actually at the top of the economy basically
1: basically i'm like one of these guys you know the who's the guy
2: name one guy even Honestly, name one fucking guy. Bart Simpson. Okay. You're Bart Simpson. Do you really think you could even hold Bart Simpson's jock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably very small. I mean, <laughs> what is he, eight? Well, you see his penis in the film, and you know that his jock can't even be that big if it's if it's sized appropriately small, to his penis. Small penis, yeah. It's not impressive penis at all for a cartoon uh, character. Um, um, this thing mows the lawn, avoids pools, avoids fences, avoids shoes, avoids turtles, hedgehogs. It says here, I don't, I, I'm sorry. I don't believe that because it says here, uh, Toadie is the Tesla of lawnmowers. Um, and just, just as a quick reminder, uh, as far as what Tesla has been up to lately, um, (laughs) They like to put the fishy fishy flip on the that's not the name of the fuck. That's our fucking stupid ass thing. Flappy Bird is the name of the thing I'm trying to think of. They put Flappy Bird oh, in yeah. the
1: cars. They should have put fucking fishy flip on it. If they huh? were smart, they would. Um This guy's this guy's drunk as fuck. Listen to how happy he is. <laughs> <laughs> um this is not this is not going to be embarrassing for him many years down the, down the line. He's not.
0: Yeah.
2: They're saying that while they're crashing into the side <laughs> of a semi truck. Oh yeah,
1: I'm an eighteen wheeler <laughs> blowing through Taking a red head light completely. Uh, I fat, my head's gone. I feel like I'm in one of these Stephen King. No, just fucking. Yes. Infrared. Look at what I did right
2: yes! there. Yes. God damn, they're really just falling for you. To, you're at you're at the fucking top of the plinko thing. And it just boom, sinking in the fucking whatever the big plinko number is. I don't remember what it is. Been a while since I've been able to see that show, and it's it's actually kind of fucking me up. I miss it. The
1: fucking toady thing is very small too, right? It is. I mean, you can get the you get your fucking lawn done by one of these lawn mowers with the huge fucking blades. But the blades on this joint are fucking tiny as shit.
2: This thing so.
1: I would say is roughly the size of
2: one of those. Have you ever seen one of those like countertop pizza ovens? That is what I would just or in like an instant pot. That's about what the size yeah, of this yeah. thing is. Like a six-quart instant pot is what this thing is. Air fryer. Let's yeah. just
1: neat Let's just keep fucking going. Just here. any it's kind of like countertop appliances.
2: Oh, rice cooker is good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuzzy Logic on the Zojirushi is really good. Um, honestly, some of the toaster ovens they've been coming out with are about this size. And it says it'll mow 1.2 acres, which is 4,200 meters squared. 1.2 acres is... That's going to be a Pretty lot of people's big. yards. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of people's yards. I don't I don't know if that's one charge. I don't know if that's... How tall is the grass in that situation? You know, there's a lot of variables. Obviously, it's not going to be doing any edging. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the You fucking, will, though. While I'm inside, because it's freed me up, honestly. Yeah. It's got to... <laughs> it was...
1: jacking up. <laughs> not coming.
2: Oh, I don't want to blow, but I'm looking out the window, and it's taking care of the yard. It looks so good. <laughs>
1: Some of, I mean, some of this shit, not bad, right? 81% cornstarch is what the PLA or whatever is. made cool. from. That's cool. For the, the 3D... It, the thing, it's 3D printed, right? So it's, I mean, it's... I like that. I don't know. I don't know,
2: man. I just... I, here's here's what it comes down to for me. Here's what it comes down to for me. Number one, I don't believe it. I don't believe yeah. it actually cuts the grass that well. I don't believe that <laughs> you can trust it not to run over stuff that shouldn't be in the yard. Um, I don't believe that it uh, can tell where your yard ends and begins. I just don't believe any of that shit works because it doesn't work on anything else, and I don't believe that a lawnmower
1: has figured it out. I
2: also think the cost of
1: over $2,000... Ooh, I was going to say, you know what I was going to say just now? I was going to say, let's get one. We should get (laughs) one. Two fucking thousand bucks, bro. I'll continue to pay my guy. Yeah. Come on. The ROI on this would be it's several
2: years i think and yeah you can use that argument against buying a fucking ride around john deere for 1400 bucks at lowe's um and and i don't know it depends on how much you want to do you can buy a push mower as well a non-motorized one you can do that yourself as well although it's hell and i don't recommend doing it damn Um, i should get that huh i should get that fucking push mower joint the manual one oh don't don't do that
1: don't, no, are they not good?
2: They're so fuck. I mean, maybe other people have had good luck with them, but I think they're very hard. They're more. They're actually a lot more work than you think because, um, you really got to push the fucking things, and it, pushing stuff actually sucks.
1: Seventy one bucks for this one.
2: Well, I mean, you can't really go wrong there, I guess. Um, <laughs> could be maybe I'll fun just together. fucking throw it away. <laughs> there you go. Stop at <laughs> it. Can't put it together. Well, this didn't work. Um, <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> So for 2000 bucks, I just, uh, I'm not confident. Here, here, the funny thing about this is, for $2,000, I'll just mow my own yard or have someone else mow it for me. But I also think that's not enough money where I actually believe it will do what it says it's going to do. So it's like caught in this nether realm yeah. of like too expensive and not expensive enough at the same time. And I just, uh, I wouldn't want to be the beta tester on this shit. You know, thinking about like software updates on your fucking lawnmower are just, I don't know, man, that's a weird place to be for me, but I don't know. Maybe I'll look stupid. Maybe it'll come out and maybe, maybe it'll fix the whole freaking world. It's not even giving it a chance being really sarcastic. Sorry. (laughs) Um, But here's, here's where we've, here's where we've, uh, we've obviously struck a nerve because it raised 1.5 million dollars of 74,605 backers. 26 days to go. This is going to be the next big Kickstarter. So, that's a lot of dough. It's a lot. That's a lot. Of, hey, that's a lot of uh that's a lot of uh grass. That's a lot of uh grass. So, uh, I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. I'm just picking, yeah, I'm reading whatever. through the comments here. It says, "Does Toadie have a lift sensor to immediately stop the rotor should a child or pet attempt to pick it up or knock it over while it's cutting?" Uh, Toady says, hey, if your dog is out there picking up a lawnmower, you should send it to David Letterman, because it sounds like it knows how to do a lot of good tricks. It doesn't really say that, but... That's
1: funny. If I oh, was running the... That would have been
2: funny. Would have been funny, but I guess it's
1: like not... It's not now. 1.5 mil, 605 backers, two six days to go. God damn. I'm looking, at
2: the, I'm looking at all the people. They're so excited about it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. A lot of... uh, Actually, a lot of uh, german in here. Huh. Do, do german people have lawns? I don't know. You kind of think that... Maybe they wouldn't, because it's... I think of them as being more densely populated. Yeah. But also, I feel like they're smart enough not to insist on the fucking... The yards that we have, which are, like, ecologically damaging, because it's just pure grass. Like, it should be clover, right? But it's not. It's grass. Weeds are natural to have in lawns, and we come and have them pulled and sprayed and everything, so it can look like a nice fucking turf football field or whatever feels like other people would be smart enough not to fall into that trap but anyways g- good good luck german guys on your perfect yards um mike wanted to read an email
0: you gonna, wanna contact you're gonna wanna talk you gonna wanna call 802-359-PIS. Send them something at their mail and address. 544 West Main Street 209, Galatine. Tennessee 37066. They got a Gmail. It's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS spot on Instagram for grill pics.
2: Oh, it's time for the email, Mike. Jonah writes in says, hello. Strong opener. First, I want to note that I'm a different Jonah, not the one YKS is currently beefing with. Um, I think we've had something going on with a listener named Jonah who refuses to admit whether or not he's sending in jokes or real stuff. Um, I don't think we've ever gotten to the bottom of that. But this is a different Jonah altogether. Jonah says, I wanted to give an update on the bed jet sent to me in October 2019. So if you remember... Oh, nice. And one of our fabulous ideas uh, to buy stuff from Kickstarter, which we explicitly tell other people not to do, um, we supported the Bedjet. And we got the Bedjet. I tried it out, decided that it seems like it works but wasn't for me ultimately, and sent it off to a lucky listener, of course. That was Jonah. Um, and this is what he reports for those who don't know, it took almost two months for it to arrive and included a $150, uh, international customs charge, which YKS graciously covered by the way, Mike, we paid this guy 150 bucks. Uh, he said it was for customs, but <laughs> I think, it, I think he probably just, uh, the box was also too big to be left in my condo building as well as too big for the UPS store. After missing the delivery multiple times, because I worked during the day, I had to drive 40 minutes up Island to the UPS warehouse to pick it up. I was traveling a lot and didn't have an opportunity to test the bed jet until March 2020, and I didn't really like using it. I found it to be a little noisy. <laughs> I had a friend who wanted to try it, though, and so I put it in my car to bring it to them. Due to COVID and the fact that they don't live that close to me, I haven't had a chance to drop it off yet. Uh, anyway, someone broke the passenger window of my car last night and took a couple of things. But good news, they left the bed jet. The building I live in called the cops, and now I have to explain to them about the bedjet left in my car and what it is. Also, my deductible for the broken window is three hundred dollars. Uh, finally, it says here um, the cops unloaded sixteen uh, bullets into the bedjet. Um, yeah. So perceived a threat. The bedjet. jet has got a gun. gun. <laughs> so, um, and I would say that that sounds about right. Actually, that's I think that's exactly the fate that we deserve. Yeah. And that the bedjet deserves as well. So hopefully whoever gets the bedjet next, one of Jonah's friends, you know, a nearby cat burglar, um, best of luck to them on having slightly colder feet and a much louder uh, bedroom. So uh, hopefully this I mean, if, if we get a story that good out of the Bobolo or whatever bullshit we bought last time, I think we'll be happy, you know?
1: Marshall writes, hey, Mike and JF, I noticed that you didn't have a theme song for the extremely popular in the cut segment of the show. I know you already work with plenty of capable and talented musical collaborators, but I thought I'd throw my hat in the ring with this offering. If you think it rocks, then it was something I really poured my heart into. If you think it sucks, then it was actually a joke song <laughs> I did to make fun of bad music. All right. Thank you, Marshall.
2: Let's play it. Let's hear it. Cut. The That's cut. That we almost talked about.
1: This is it's, it's so fucked. The product Okay. Has it, yeah. but, mean, still, still, the still. still input, the up. cut. The cut. All right, All right, episode of the show. I don't. I don't know. It was just a. Okay. We can. I mean, we can fucking come up with something for it. Marshall, I love it. Very love good. It. Um, it's a pretty good song. Too bad it sucks. Oh, just no. Not, just totally non committal on it. No. Hell, I, yeah, I liked it a lot. Too bad I hated it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought it was good. Better than any in the cut segment we've ever done. So thank you, Marshall. Mm. Oh. Oh, this is good.
0: Oi, mate. This is your number one fan. Genuine British lad, eh? Just wanted to pop in for a quick uh, shag and say, Oi, your weekly premium episodes about British telly, isn't it? Are so spot on. Just wanted to say... Keep up the good work, Chops. You're better than a magpies and crisps, isn't it? That
1: was good. Yeah.